Good morning and welcome to Resurrection Lutheran Church on this fourth Sunday of Easter, also known as Good Shepherd Sunday. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. And Christ our Lord, he is risen. So we are going to sing now hymn 130 in your green hymnal, Christ the Lord is risen today. light at the end of the tunnel of all of this. None of us thought that this whole business of this pandemic would last as long as this, but we are here, we are in it, we are together. We'll continue this video worship until we're back together again, but God is glorifying himself through this pandemic, working out billions and billions of individual purposes through this pandemic that is going on, and most of all, through this pandemic, he wants to know that he is the one that you can turn to in all things, in all your fear, all your anxiety, all your worries, even just the, I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself today because I've been doing the same thing for the last four or five weeks. God is the one, he says, turn to me and I will take care of all your needs. And that's a really, really important thing to remember in all of this. And we're going to continue to remember that until we're able to get back together again. But one thing that I'm excited to talk about here this morning, and you may have gotten information about this before um, I even talk about it here because I'm taping before I actually get it together. But anyway, we're going to have some Bible study by doing a conference call on the phone. Uh, if you don't have information from me already, I'll be getting information to you about it. And so hopefully this week we'll be able to get together and study God's Word together uh, in a way that we haven't been able to in the past. Uh, I'm pretty excited to be able to do that with everyone together. So we're going to continue now in more song and more singing because we want to celebrate this God who is for us, this God who promises to take care of us. So we're going to sing in your green hymnal, for, uh, hymn 451, The Lord is My Shepherd.
continue now in a time of confession and forgiveness. If you turn to page 77 in your green hymnal, we will uh, do the confession together. We begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Most merciful God, we confess that we are in bondage to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, because he shed his blood on the cross for you and for me, I declare to us all the full forgiveness of our sins, not through our power, our reason, or our merits, but through faith in and because of Jesus Christ alone, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And now we will say the prayer of the day for this fourth Sunday of Easter. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. God of all power, you called from death our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep. Send us as shepherds to rescue the lost, to heal the injured, and to feed one another with the knowledge and understanding of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We will continue now with our readings from God's Word. The first lesson this morning is from Acts chapter 2, verses 42 to 47. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. Awe came upon everyone, because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all, as any had need. Day by day, as, much, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our psalm this morning is Psalm 23. You can find that on page 225 at the beginning of your green hymnal. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside still waters. He revives my soul 
and guides me along right pathways for his name's sake. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You spread a table before me in the presence of those who trouble me. You have anointed my head with oil, and my cup is running over. Surely your goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Our second lesson is from 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 19 to 25. For it is a great credit to you if, being aware of God, you endure pain while suffering unjustly. If you endure when you are beaten for doing wrong, what credit is that? But if you endure when you do right and suffer for it, you have God's approval. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example, so that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin, and no deceit was found in his mouth. When he was abused, he did not return abuse. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but he entrusted himself to the one who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, so that, free from sins, we might live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. For you were going astray like sheep, but now you have returned to the shepherd and guardian of your souls. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. now for our Gospel reading. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 10th chapter. Glory to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Very truly I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all of his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved, and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief only comes to steal and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and Redeemer. Amen. Every fourth Sunday we, of Easter, every fourth Sunday of Easter, we celebrate Good Shepherd Sunday. This day we read Psalm 23 in a gospel passage about Jesus speaking about flocks and sheep and shepherds. And the picture of a shepherd that we often paint in our minds is that of a young man and his flock, a lamb lovingly draped around his neck, 
while the other sheep grazed nearby in the safety of the shepherd's staff. This gentle and loving shepherd is a good image to maintain about our Lord, about Jesus, because he is very much that strong and gentle shepherd for us. But in our gospel reading today, Jesus shows us not just who he is as shepherd, but also who he isn't. And our passage begins as Jesus is addressing the Pharisees and teachers of the law. He had just given sight to a man who was born blind, and in that story, he has called out the religious leaders for being blind to God's ways, for not seeing what God was doing. But now, he kind of doubles down a little bit and goes even deeper when talking to these religious leaders. He says, Very truly, I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. In this, Jesus is saying to the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, not only are you spiritually blind because you couldn't see what I was doing when I was healing the blind man, but you are, you are also trying to steal people from God. You are thieves and bandits. And I can only imagine their faces when Jesus spoke these words to him. But despite the seemingly harsh criticism, Jesus is correct in this depiction. Through the religious system of laws that the leaders of Israel had set up for the people, they'd set up this system of works rather than faith as the only way to get into heaven. Do this or do that and you will earn God's favor. It was not about trusting God or his law, or it was not about trusting God or following his laws because of his deep love for you. It was do this and you will get that. Essentially, it was a system that had been created to chase after your own personal righteousness until that chasing after that righteousness became your God, rather than the true God in heaven. And no matter how good-intentioned these teachers of the law were, their, their laws and their ways were leading God's flock away from him rather than to him. Instead, they were essentially guiding the sheep away from the shepherd, the one who could give them safety, and out into the darkness and out into the danger of trying to earn their salvation and earn their righteousness on their own. And this is important for us to note, because even today, there are other voices that are out there who try to gather God's sheep under their idea of salvation. And we've heard the voices of these other sheep, of these other shepherds before. I shouldn't even call them shepherds, but these other thieves and bandits before. Be the best you. That's all that God wants. You have to get rid of all your sin before God will ever forgive you. Work really, really hard at your faith because God needs to see that you really, really want to be saved. Donate this amount of money and store up salvation for yourself and even for your family. Or even we've heard the voice of others who say, it doesn't even matter what religion you practice because God loves everyone and every path leads to him. There are lots of voices out there that want to lead God's sheep and often their intention is very good. But Jesus is very clear 
He says, anyone who does not enter by the gate, the gate which is him, is just trying to steal from God, and they do not represent the good shepherd if they preach a different message. The trouble for us is that some of these other voices are very enticing, dangling promises that feed our own egos and stroke our own desire for personal righteousness. Heck, depending on their promises, your life might even seem easier or better if you follow them. But even if their message sounds really good, it will never be the message that Jesus describes. He says, the one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. This statement that the sheep hear his voice, the voice of the shepherd, is important in our understanding whose flock do we belong to. In this, the sheep that are in the sheepfold are there because the shepherd has found them, and he's called to them, and he's brought them there. Our reading from 1 Peter says, For you were going astray like sheep, but now you have returned to the shepherd and guardian of your, of your souls. Returned not in your own power, but because Jesus sought you out and found you and forgave you of your sins and returned you to his sheepfold, where he gives you protection. And being a part of Jesus' flock is important because only those who have heard his voice can be there. A few chapters from now, Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. When Jesus says no one comes to the Father, no one means no one. There is no other way to get to the Father, to have salvation, except through Jesus Christ. That is the only way to get into the sheepfold. In this, Jesus says the, the ultimate intention of those with an alternate message is this. He says, the thief or the bandit, they only come to steal, kill, and destroy. And this is a sobering warning from Jesus because if we're not careful, if we're not listening for his voice, those who are thieves, those who are bandits, are ready to snatch us from his flock and move us from the life he gives us and takes us back into death. But we are not left to our own devices. God is so often like this. We're not just left to our own devices or without hope to discern the different voices that are calling to us. Jesus says about the shepherd, the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name, and he leads them out. With Jesus, we don't just have any shepherd. We have the shepherd. The shepherd who calls us personally, knows all our innermost desires and thoughts and wants, and ultimately, he is the shepherd who knows how to protect us. Protect us not just from the thieves and the bandits, but also knows how to protect us from ourselves. In this, being able to know and follow the voice of the shepherd requires faith. Faith in Jesus' death and resurrection for our sins. Without faith, we will wander aimlessly from one shepherd to another, trying to find which voice provides us 
with the easiest and most enticing path. But as Jesus' sheep, he has done the work to save us and keep us on the narrow road to rescue us and bring us to eternal life. He has called us by his word and given us the Holy Spirit so that we can have faith. Through his blood shed on the cross, he has forgiven our sin and revived our dead souls so that we could know that through him alone we are saved. That he alone is the path, the gate to salvation. Not by entering the sheepfold on our own. We can't get there on our own. Not through our own power or reason or strength. But we get there only by being called by our good shepherd by name. It is Jesus alone who brings us into the sheepfold and leads us to true safety in him. And this safety, this safety comes because of a promise that Jesus makes in verse 5. He says, they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they, being the sheep, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. And this is a mark of being a part of God's flock, being in his sheepfold. The sheep that are there, their ears are open for the thief and the bandit, and the bandit who have a different message than salvation through faith alone in Jesus Christ. And when those sheep hear this different message, they run. They run because they know that it is Jesus who is the only way into heaven and that all those other messages add something. It's Jesus and this. Yes, Jesus, but do this other thing. And Jesus Christ says, in me alone is salvation. So that ability to run comes when we are listening and awake as it can be enticing to hear the messages from other voices. That is why Jesus labels them and their ways thieves and bandits. Even if they have good intentions, this doesn't mean anything if they, leave, if they lead the people away from the safety and security of living as a part of Jesus' flock. Jesus tells us, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. The sheep will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief only comes to kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it abundantly. And this life promised by Jesus is beyond what the others can actually offer. When he says his sheep will come in and go out and find pasture, he looks back at Psalm 121, which is a psalm about the assurance of God's protection for his people. I lift my eyes up to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. The Lord will keep my going out and my coming in from this time on and forevermore. Through thick and thin, our shepherd's promise of protection and salvation extends beyond the end of time. As God cannot lie, we can be assured that this is a promise, that his protection goes on and on forever. The thieves and the bandits, their message, their voice, it can only offer momentary pleasures and momentary protection. But God's, his goes on and on forever. 
In this, what Jesus offers is a flock that does not require your own power to be a part of, and a shepherd who promises to do all the work to make sure that you remain in that sheepfold. Jesus is the gate, and he is the shepherd. He calls us and promises that all who enter through him will be saved. And this is a security that none of the other voices can match. It is written in his blood, and it is sealed by the Holy Spirit at our baptism. The voice of the thieves and the bandits, while sometimes it can be enticing, will only end in things that steal your comfort and steal your security of being one of God's sheep. This is how you know their voice is wrong. If their message ultimately brings you more anxiety and more fear, this is not a shepherd to follow. No matter how good their message might sound, if they speak anything except Jesus Christ crucified for your sins, our good shepherd says one thing. They speak an alternate message. Run. Because of Jesus, we have been called by him into his sheepfold. He is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. So to our good shepherd who laid down his life for his flock and is the one who chooses us and protects us and brings us into his sheepfold so that he can save us to be his own, we give all the glory through the words of the psalmist with the first seven verses of Psalm 95 on page 261 in your green hymnal. So let me pray this psalm for us together as a prayer to our Good Shepherd. That is Psalm 95, the first seven verses on page 261. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout for, to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, a great King above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. To the shepherd who calls us, to the shepherd who protects us, to the shepherd who is the gate in which we enter into the sheepfold of salvation. We sing to the Savior, to the shepherd, to our Lord Jesus Christ. Hymn 481 in your green hymnal, Savior like a shepherd lead us.
to us by God enables us to have assurance in the truth of his ways. The Apostles' Creed tells us the reality of our Good Shepherd, our triune God, who chooses us, protects us, and saves us, his holy flock. So let us say the Apostles' Creed together, found on page 85 of your green hymnal. The Apostles' Creed, let's say this together. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. We begin with our congregational prayer. Lord God, enable us to work with you as you continue to form us into your image. Hinder our own agenda so that your heavenly plan for us might be gloriously developed. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord Jesus, be our good shepherd during this COVID-19 outbreak. Guide us into courage and strength as we live out our lives in self-isolation and social distancing. Bring us the peace of your presence and the firmness found in your voice. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Holy Spirit, you know that our health is more important to us now than ever. Help us to deploy healthy habits that strengthen our bodies in which you reside so that we can naturally fend off the, the diseases and illnesses that come our way. For the ailments that we cannot avoid to be our comforter and healer. To those that are dying, be the ever-present shepherd who guides us home. We lift up to you now all, all those whom we pray. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Jesus, our shepherd, we pray for your church across the world during this Easter season. May we call out to the world using your voice to penetrate the darkness around us. Through your word, may we guide people to your sheepfold so that your Holy Spirit would ignite the spark of faith and increase the flock of your people. We especially pray for the congregations we name before you now. We pray for First, Missionary, First Evangelical Missionary Church, Reverend Rob Gulliver, Calvary Evangelical Lutheran Church in Wetaskiwin, Alberta, and Peace Lutheran Church in Belgrade, Montana. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father God, we pray for spiritual revival across our country. In this time when people lack control, they are more open than ever to receive the love you are pouring out so that all people would return to you. May you use this pandemic to rid our land of atheism and complacency so that many more would come to faith in the death, death and resurrection of your Son. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. Blessed God of all creation, as you call us 
to be thankful in all things. We thank you for this pandemic, which could not invade our world without your divine permission and foreknowledge. Help us to remember that you are working out your individual purposes for each and every one of us as you tend to your flock and rescue those who are wayward. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father, we tend to pray that all difficulty and sorrow be removed from us, yet you have promised that through these very things you will strengthen us and build us in deeper faith. When our thoughts turn to uncertainty, fear, and despair, remind us that you are in control of all things and that we can trust in you and your plan for the peace and security that we need. Lord, in your mercy, hear Hear our our prayer. prayer. Father, in your mercy for our fallen world, We pray that you would stop the spread of COVID-19. Bring us to repentance for our sins that have contributed to this virus and help those who are sick to recover. Give strength to our healthcare workers, wisdom to those researching treatment, and real leadership to those working in government. Help us, Lord, to be wise in our actions and praying in our hearts. Spur us to serve our neighbors as we find hope in your word and strength in your promises. Remove from us all fear and anxiety because you, O Lord, are in control even when we do not see or feel it. Our trust is in you alone. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. prayer. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Our Good Shepherd is gracious and merciful to still allow us to collect our offerings for His church, for His sheepfold, during this time of this pandemic. So we say our offertory prayer to Him with thanks for all that He has done for us. So the offertory prayer is found on page 87 of your great hymnal. Let us pray. Merciful Father, we offer with joy and thanksgiving what you have first given us, ourselves, our time, and our possession, signs of your gracious love. Receive them for the sake of him who offered himself for us, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We will now enter a time of communion with our shepherd. As we enter into this time of communion with our Lord, the Lord's Supper, we remember, is for baptized believers in Jesus Christ, those who place their faith and trust in his death and resurrection for their sins. As Lutherans, we believe that it is God's word that brings us the real presence of Jesus Christ in, with, and under the bread and the wine. It is through this that our sins are forgiven and we are strengthened for God's service. If you are a baptized believer in Jesus Christ, you are welcome to partake in the Lord's Supper with us today. If this doesn't describe you, we just ask that you don't take communion with us, but receive a blessing from the Lord for your time with us today. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is indeed right and fitting that we should at all times and in all places offer thanks and praise to you, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and ever-living God. But chiefly we are bound to praise you for the glorious resurrection of our Lord, 
For he is the true Passover lamb and our good shepherd who gave himself to take away our sin, who by his death has destroyed death, and by his rising has brought us to eternal life. And so with Mary Magdalene and Peter and all the witnesses of the resurrection, with earth and sea and all their creatures, with angels and archangels, cherubim and seraphim, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed are you, Lord of heaven and earth. For our fallen world you gave your only Son that all those who believe in him should not perish, but have eternal life. We give thanks to you for the salvation you have prepared for us through our good shepherd, Jesus Christ. Send now your Holy Spirit into our hearts that we may receive our Lord with a living faith as he comes to us in his holy supper. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks and broke it. And he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. And now we will pray together as our Savior taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. You have led us, good shepherd, to your table. Feed us by your sacrifice. Jesus, that you turn these common elements of bread and wine into your body and blood 
so that we may receive from you your grace and forgiveness. As we go out from here, grant us the desire to love you and serve our neighbors to the glory of your name. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And may the blessing of God Almighty, our Shepherd and Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Jesus, he is our good shepherd, and we are his chosen sheep. By his deep and mighty love, he has called us by name. To close our service today, let us lift our praises to him with hymn 456 in your green hymnal, The King of Love, Thy Shepherd Is. Go in peace and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.